Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, everyone. Dominic Carter here with you in for Sid Rosenberg, in for Brian Kilme. Thank you, Sid Rosenberg, for the uh, great morning show. I'm getting excited there with the theme song that Curtis Sliwa uh, provided to me. I hope you folks that your day is off to a great start. Certainly better than what happened in Midtown this morning. The crane collapsing, collapsing. Lou, I always like to listen up into the uh, the chorus part of the song that's about to come up, and then we'll officially begin the morning show. Dominic Carter here with you, the midday show, in for Brian Kilme. Here it is, Lou. Here it is. So again, good morning, folks. We just heard from our, my colleague, Noam Layton, in terms of uh, two of the big stories that we are following right now. Uh, the crane collapsing into a neighboring building after catching fire near Manhattan's Hudson Yards. Noam is uh, following this story uh, carefully. Five people injured including a firefighter, when the crane collapsed into a neighboring building after catching fire literally up in the air on this morning. Five people injured, including a firefighter, the crane operating at 570 10th Avenue as an under-construction vacant building near Hudson Yards. This is between West 41st and West 42nd Street, when the cabin area suddenly caught fire around 7.30 a.m., according to the uh, NYPD, at least three people hospitalized. One of the stories that we are following this morning, another story, I should say, President Biden's son, Hunter, is set to plead guilty at this hour to two federal tax misdemeanors for failing to pay taxes on time in 2017 and 2018, This is an unprecedented moment in American history. Never before has the son of a sitting U.S. president walked into a federal courthouse, as Hunter Biden has already done this morning, and pleaded guilty to a crime. As part of the plea agreement, Justice Department prosecutors are expected to recommend a sentence of probation for the president's son. He will also enter into a deal with the prosecutors that would resolve a felony gun charge. And so people have gone to prison for far less. And uh, while the investigation was ongoing, Hunter Biden fully paid his federal tax bill along with interest and penalties, according to his lawyer. So we are monitoring the courthouse in Delaware, and that should be uh, happening soon. The tax bill was approximately $2 million. So I want to pick up 
where I left off on the midnight show. And this requires a little bit of setup. And we have a lot of topics that we are dealing with this morning. Let's go ahead and open the phone lines. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So setup. This requires setup. And we have to start with the premise that you have to understand, folks, People want to be famous by hook or crook. It doesn't matter. Infamous, whatever. Look at the young lady in Alabama, the story that she made up. And so one of the latest things sweeping the country, thank you very much, Black Lives Matter and the woke movement, is that people try to antagonize police officers to engage with them to then turn around and be a internet sensation and then, of course, to sue for money. Knowing that oftentimes the police departments will settle rather than fight, not on the merits, but because it's cheaper. It's cheaper to settle rather than go to trial. So... Yesterday, during this program, a call for Mineola and my, my progressive friends, my liberal friends, whenever, whenever, in particular, if I praise Trump or say something they don't like, they'll call up. And if you listen to me, just notice the pattern. They'll call up and they'll say, well, well, you know what, Dominic? I, I noticed you didn't have anything to say about this. And they're trying to force me. They're trying to put me in the box, and they're trying to force me to take a progressive point of view, a liberal point of view. So one of the calls during the program yesterday morning during this time, right? Dominic Carney here with you in for Brian Kilmeade. The caller said, Dominic, I notice you haven't said anything about the Ohio incident, the Ohio incident, Dominic, with the black man and the police dog. You haven't said anything, Dominic. I notice you haven't said anything. Now, I note with great interest that you don't call other WABC hosts and say the same thing. I wonder why. I wonder why you expect me to take a strong left progressive position. I wonder why that is. Hmm. Hmm. You don't do it to other WABC hosts, but you want to do it to me. Okay, fair enough. So I promised the caller yesterday, because normally this is something that wouldn't be even be on my radar screen. The incident in in Ohio where... The police dog was let go, right? And so, again, again, you're trying to put me into the box, and I promised that I would look at this, and I have. And here's my conclusion. The one officer that released the dog, the dog handler, has been placed on paid administrative leave. 
as the incident is investigated by the department's use of force review board. This is a Circleville, Ohio police officer, the dog handler. And as far as I'm concerned, all the other officers on location, they deserve accommodations. I said it. I mean it. I studied the video numerous times for about two hours yesterday. The body cam video of what happened. So the headline that you're receiving receiving around the country is this one. Ohio, in Ohio, a black man has his hands up and the police dog was still released and attacked him. That's the headline that, that you're that you're that you're seeing. And the video, the video looks awful. The video looks awful. But that's only that's only 20% of the story. In law enforcement, the sad reality is, folks, sometimes law enforcement is not pretty. And you can't start the story in the middle. My good friend Pat Lynch, who recently stepped down uh, as head of the PBA, taught me this very good point. You can't start the story in the middle when you want to start it as the driver has done, declaring that the video tells the entire story. It does not. You have to tell the full story. So the headline that has swept the country is you, you hear an Ohio state trooper declare, do not release the dog with his hands up. His hands are up, right? This is what you you hear, right? And the driver was uh, of the 18-wheeler was surrendering. And this goes back to, I believe, July 4th, right? But <laughs> what, what you don't see on the video is that the state troopers tried to stop the 18-wheeler, right? He was missing a mud flap. I had no idea what a mud flap was. Someone called last night and told me that a mud flap is what protects the rest of us when 18-wheelers are on the road. That's so boulders, rocks don't blow up uh, from the trucks, from from behind the trucks and blow into our windshields. And so the driver of this 18-wheeler, this African-American man, failed to stop for an inspection. I hope you folks heard me clearly. He failed to stop for an inspection. He violated the law numerous times. All the left wants you to see is, I'm a victim. I'm a victim. They released the dog. I've got to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to break this down for you, and I'm going to let you hear the actual video, which which sounds horrible. It sounds horrible. But we're going to deal with all of this when we come back. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade. And Hunter Biden at this hour is in court set to plead guilty to tax charges. I'll be right back. We'll be taking your telephone calls at 800 
800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And Good morning, Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC in for Brian Kilmeade. We have breaking news on two separate fronts going on right now. Six people injured in that high-rise crane collapse. The main cabin of the crane up in the air burst into flames and it collapsed, uh, falling, hitting part of it into the side of a, a building And all eyes are on Delaware as Hunter Biden, the president's son, is in court right now at this hour to plead guilty to two federal tax misdemeanors for failing to pay taxes. And it's also to enter into a deal with prosecutors that would resolve a felony gun charge. We are following each of these stories and we're talking about the situation in Ohio. The headlines scream across the country, police release dog on a black man surrendering. Don't tell the story starting at the halfway point. If you're going to tell the story, tell the full story. If you're going to tell the story, yes, one officer released the dog. But what about the other officers that rushed on location to try and get that dog off the man? What about that? Don't just tell part of the story. If you're going to tell the story about Ohio, talk about the fact that the driver, 23-year-old Jadarius Rose of Tennessee, initially refused to get out of the truck and later defied instructions to get on the ground. He says he's a victim. He says the video tells the whole whole story. I think not. He failed to stop. They had the sirens going. He's in an 18-wheeler truck with lights, and he would not stop. Would not stop. And he was ordered several times to exit the vehicle. Eventually, he did after calling 911. You will hear part of that. But as I often say, folks, about law enforcement, this is not Hollywood. It's real life. So you're about to hear right now the officers, the state trooper's body cam, in which he clearly says, do not release the dog. His hands are up. But the problem is the officer that releases, so that's the state trooper. The officer that releases the dog is about 20 to 25 yards away. In the video, it appears clear that the local officer can hear the state trooper. But we don't know if that is indeed the case. We just don't know. And so the man, after defying law enforcement, and they had to put down two sets of those tracks that they do in, in the movies when they can't get a vehicle to stop and they blow out the tires. They did this twice, and this guy still kept going, but he's a victim. 
He didn't do anything wrong. And the poor dog, the dog was doing its job. The dog is the dog is let go. And the dog, the canine dog, almost attacks the state trooper. The state trooper flinches seconds away from being bitten by the dog. The dog handler goes, no, him. And the dog turns around, and, folks, it was game on. The dog did what the dog is trained to do. I want you to listen to this. This is actual body cam video of the state trooper in this incident. I need an update for 1020 again. Do not release the dog with his hands up. Do not release the dog with his hands up. Don't. Do not. Do not. Do not. Get the dog off of me. Get the dog off of me. Now, you hear at the end of that, end of that, the, one of the officers says to the state trooper, I've got SWAT coming, right? So this guy would not, he defied all orders. Now, if his hands are up, it's over, right? He's surrendering. But until he's in handcuffs, it's not over. The police don't know. You know, they've been chasing this guy, and he won't stop. He won't stop. I want you to listen to this again. I know it's hard to hear, but listen to the language of what's going on, folks. I need an update for 1020 again. Do not release the dog with his hands up. Do not release the dog with his hands up. Do, do not. Do not. Do not. Get the dog off of me. Get the dog off of me. So at this point, the dog's handler, the local police officer, he's trying with all of his strength to pull the dog up, standing from behind him, and he's holding him by his neck. The dog is in full attack mode right now, right? So the dog is released, and again, the local officer was standing about 25 yards away from the state trooper, and the dog almost attacked the state trooper. And then the handler said no and said him. 
and the dog did what the dog is supposed to do. This sounds cold, and it sounds harsh. And I'm sorry, sir, that the dog was was released. The dog should not have been released. But you should have complied with the law. And this is my problem with the left and Black Lives Matter. It's teaching people that you can do whatever you want, whenever you feel like it with law enforcement. No, you can't. And, sir, you defied the command of the officers at least five or six times. If you had pulled over when they noticed the missing mud flap, all of this would have been avoided. All of it. All of it. All of it. I am going to take a break. We see all of your phone calls, folks. We're going to get to them, I promise, on Hunter Biden, on this Ohio incident. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to play the news report from WKYC Television, where you will hear the 911 calls. You will hear the 911 operator telling the truck driver, stand down, stand down. You're going to end up in more trouble than what you're already in. But he would not listen. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade. We'll be right back right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Listen, 77 WABC. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. When back. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A number of stories that are breaking at this hour. Number one, the president's son, Hunter Biden, set to plead guilty literally as we speak to two federal tax misdemeanors for failing to pay taxes on time in 2017 and 2018. And also uh, as part of this, uh, the plea agreement, Justice Department prosecutors are expected to recommend a sentence of probation for the uh, the president's son as he enters into a deal that would resolve a felony gun charge. Very, very interesting. We are following the crane collapse near Hudson Yards uh, in Manhattan this morning. Six people injured, including a firefighter. We are discussing right now at this hour the Ohio police dog situation where an African-American has his hands up and he's surrendering and somehow the dog is let go and you hear a state trooper let go by a local police officer 
and you hear the state trooper essentially say, stop the dog, don't let the dog go. But that's only half the story. If we're going to tell the full story, tell how the man was defiant and in an 18-wheeler truck and would not stop for law enforcement. They noticed that he was missing a mud flap. He kept going. State police get involved. He won't pull over. He calls 911, claiming that officers had their guns drawn on him. But I also say, folks, keep in mind that the new game these days is to antagonize police officers and to get your 15 minutes of fame with a, uh, a video encounter and then to turn around and sue and kuching. So I want you, we just played for you the audio of the state troopers body cam video and the, the, the officer, the local officer that was the dog's handler has been placed on administrative leave as this is investigated. And as far as I'm concerned, all the other officers should receive accommodation because that dog was in full attack mode. And when they saw that the dog attacked the African-American man, they all converged on the scene trying to, to scare the dog off or to get the dog to stop which means that at any moment that dog, a killing machine, could have turned on one of those cops easily. I want you to listen now to this report. WKYC television. It includes 911 calls, and you're going to hear a 911 operator raise her voice and tell the African-American driver, Sir, you must comply. Pull over or you're going to make your problems worse. Listen to this, folks. It's the video so shocking, even law enforcement walk away in horror of what is happening. This is Jadarius Rose getting attacked by a police canine after the police handler was told repeatedly not to release the canine dog. It began when the Ohio State Highway Patrol tried to pull over a semi for vehicle violations. Rose kept driving as officers followed with lights and sirens. This is the young truck driver calling 911 for help. I don't know why they even pulling me over. I was about to comply with them, but they all had their guns. The 911 operator radios police as Rose continues to say he's scared. Units in the pursuit. I have the guy in the semi on 911. He's complaining that you guys had his guns pulled out on him. He continues to drive and speak to the operator. I don't know why they're trying to kill me. Yes, they are. Obviously, they're throwing stuff in the, on the ground trying to explode the tire. Police do use stop sticks to stop the rig. And they feel like they're trying to kill me, and I'm not going Okay, it, sir, you need, you need to comply with them. You, you, okay, because you're, they're in pursuit of you. You need to pull over. You're going to get yourself in more trouble than what you're already in. Eventually, Rose comes out of the truck with his hands in the air and then kneels. Troopers tell the Circleville police officer not to release the police dog repeatedly. Do not release the dog with his hands up. Do not release the dog with his hands up. But he does it anyway. The dog runs past Rose, comes back, and the officer commands him to attack. 
Will Rush has been a canine handler for 20 years. He says the entire tape is disturbing. And clearly, he says, the dog was confused from the very beginning. In that case there, the reason the dog went towards the officers is because the dog didn't know who to go after. And even after its handler was yelling at the dog to release, it was already hyper-aroused. Proper training could have stopped this. The dog did not release, and that's where you usually see them wrestling with the dog trying to get them off of the person. As the investigation continues as to whether or not the police handler heard no release from troopers, Rouse says all of this should have and could have been prevented. And it could have been prevented. And I'm sorry that the man was attacked, but sir, you, you, you don't get to decide what laws you're going to comply with. It doesn't work that way. And this is the brainwashing of the left and Black Lives Matter. Oh, I'll comply when I feel like it. No. The moment law enforcement notifies you pull over, you are legally obligated to pull over. You don't get to decide when I feel like it. It doesn't work that way. Oh, they put the stop sticks down. They're trying to kill me. No. They're trying to stop an 18-wheeler killer machine. And you avoided the stop sticks twice. And honestly, folks, it makes you wonder if this man was under the influence of some type of drug. They tell you to stop, you don't stop. You blow past the inspection, you don't stop. The sirens are on, the lights are on, you don't stop. You go past the stop sticks, you do what you want, And you're going to stop when you feel like stopping. It doesn't work that way. Keep listening to that nonsense that the left is telling you and that Black Lives Matter is telling you and see how that works out for you. Let's start with your telephone calls. We have a lot of calls. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade. Let's begin with Richard in the great state of Texas. Good morning, Richard. What's on your mind? Hi, Midland, Texas. You know, every time I think you're going to leave some out, you add some things in. Uh, there's another very important part. When he was get it, trying to get away, he finally did stop, and they started to come over to him, and he took off again. We're talking an 18-wheeler. If you can imagine the danger to other people and other drivers. And twice they tried the, uh, the sticks. He got away the first time. He was able to bypass it. They got it again. And this went on, by the way, for an hour. So this guy was just playing a game with the police. And then when he did finally, when they keep telling him to exit the thing and, you know, he has all these flat tires and that's the only reason he finally stopped, it's very important to understand this, that he, they kept telling him to get on the ground and he still was in the defying uh, mode. And that's what caused all the confusion. So the reason he – and by the way, they use the term on my AOL mail and on CNN and any other station uh, that caters to uh, – this racial hostility that they try to uh, portray, they make it everything into a race incident. Many people have gotten bit by dogs. He got bit. He didn't get mauled. Mauled is a very strong word. He got bit, he was treated, and he was released. He wasn't in the hospital in critical condition. He wasn't in serious condition. He got bit. And the reason he got bit, because he caused all the confusion, and he obviously was looking to get this on the air, Sue, and uh, that's how the NAACP assists in this, and they uh, all started. And CNN is the one who started using the word mall. They also had a guest 
when this was ha after it happened, and he compared this to uh, the South with the dogs uh, stopping the uh, demonstrators for uh, you know during the uh, civil rights movement. These people are race baiters. They're looking for more riots because it's been quiet for a while, and that's what CNN does. That's what MSNBC does. That's what the uh, NAACP does, and it's really unfortunate. If people would just listen to the police, like you say, none of this would happen. It always starts with people not listening to the police. If a police officer is not friendly and nice and treating you right, they'll do what they say, and then you can go to the uh, chief of police or the internal investigators and make a complaint. But listen to the police, whether you think you're right or wrong. Of course, this has nothing to do with right or wrong. This has to do with someone who's looking to sue the police, and that's what he was interested in doing. And unfortunately, because of the press, he's accomplished what he wanted to do. Richard, I, I agree with almost everything that you said. Um, clearly, uh, based on, you know, again, this is something that would not have even been on my radar screen. But uh, uh, my progressive friends, my liberal friends, when if I say something praising Trump or something they don't like, they'll they'll go find an incident and they'll call up and they'll say, Dominic, I, I noticed you didn't have anything to say about this, implying that I'm avoiding the issue. I, I This wasn't even on my radar screen because it's a clear cut example of the driver was in the wrong. And thank you for the call, Richard. I say this, folks. I say this, right? So I, I see all of your calls. I'm, I'm going to get to them. Put yourself in one of those officers' situation, right? You're chasing an 18-wheeler truck. If the driver veers off a little bit, you may not be going home at the end of your shift. Think about that for a second. So now adrenaline is up. You have local police responding to assist the state police, and you have a driver that will not comply and will not stop. They don't know if this is a terrorist attack. The police are trying to get it under control. Under control. I've got to take a break. I, I wish I could go directly to more calls, but but I've got to take a break. I promise you folks, when we come back, we're going to get to the calls there's a lot to talk about as it relates to this incident. But please, folks, if you're looking to be infamous, stop provoking police and then claiming that you're a victim. Because you're not a victim. That poor dog did what it's trained to do. And the dog was not at fault. We'll be right back. Dominic Carter here with you. I want to sing, but Curtis Lee says, leave it up. He says, I can't sing, so I'm not going to sing, but I'm just going to listen to the music just a little bit, just a little bit, as we are discussing the situation in Ohio. I don't know the words anyway, Curtis, so leave me alone. Cut me a break. I'm a talk show host. I'm not a singer. I'm not Beyonce, who you don't like. <laughs> 
Dominic Carter here with you folks. Let's go right back to the uh, telephone calls. I'm in for Brian Kilmeade as we're discussing the situation in Ohio. If you believe the hype, if you believe the nonsense, oh, police dog released on a surrendering black man. His hands are up. Right? Okay. That did happen. But don't tell the story midway. Tell the full story. How he defied law enforcement numerous times. And then he decides, I, I don't want to play anymore. I'm ready to surrender. You heard the 911 operator, her voice raising, saying, sir, you must comply with law enforcement. Pull over. You're going to make your situation worse. I say to my friends on the left, progressives, Black Lives Matter crowd, you keep listening to that nonsense and see how well that works out for you in the game of life. It's not going to work out for you. In a moment, I'm going to go to Adam and Mineola. I believe it was Adam that was the one that told me to co- He noticed that I didn't comment on this case. And so now I have. Let's first go to Jeff in Forest Hills. Jeff in Forest Hills. Good morning, Jeff. What's on your mind? Afternoon, Governor. Uh, well, first off, you know I love you, Dominic. Um, I just want to say it's facts over feelings, and unfortunately the news gets a hold of things and the opposite side wants to run with stuff. Just to go back and not to rehash, but if I choke out, if I choke you out, you have no air, your eyes are going to bulge out, your arms are going to stop flapping, you're going to be flapping like a snapper on the dock. You're not going to lie there and say, I can't breathe. Okay, wait, wait, Jeff, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? This whole George Floyd thing with the officer, that wasn't the first two on scene. He was a backup responding officer. Okay, wait, 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 Jeff, Jeff, I'm talking about Ohio. I don't understand the point that you're making. I'm making the point that they're going to continue to do this and continue to prosecute, try to go after the cops and make it okay for people to think that they can make up the law, be the jury and decide their own case. Oh, I'm not stopping. I only didn't make a turn signal. Okay. I no, agree. I agree no. with you on you that. Understand where I'm going right, now, now I get it. Now, now I get it. And thank you for pointing this out, Tom. That's why I'll always listen okay, to you. Okay. So Tom. Jeff, I want, thank you, Jeff. I want you to hold on for a second. Stay with me live. I'm going to go to Adam and Mineola. So Adam, are you the gentleman that called me yesterday? I sure am. Sir. Okay. Okay. So, so yesterday you said to me, I, and, and Jeff is with us live and from Forest Hills. You just you said to me yesterday, and you were you were very nice and professional in the way you said it. But you said I noticed you haven't said anything about the Ohio, Ohio incident, right? And so I don't understand why you said that, but but now I have, and I think that the officers, the one officer that was handling the dog, is on administrative leave, and I think the other officers should receive a, a accommodation for coming to the aid of the man while this dog was in full attack mode. I agree with I mean, that, sir. Okay, Jeff, hold on one second. So, Adam, you, you you agree with that? I agree with that because only thing I'm saying, sir, is you didn't know about that story until I, I guess I told you. Oh, no, no, I, I knew about it. it. It just wasn't important enough for me on my radar screen to comment. I can't comment, okay. Adam, on every racial incident. I can't do it. I don't, I don't have that much time. And, okay, and to me. To me, it was a clear-cut sample. I'm going to let you speak, Adam. To me, it was a clear-cut example of, an, in this case, an African-American man that defied the orders of law enforcement, and unfortunately, the dog was released. So you know what, Adam? Because because I I haven't – I want you and Jeff to hold on, right? I had planned on moving on – 
to uh, EMS, the worker that was attacked and no longer wants to live in New York. I'm going to get to that. I promise. We're following the Hunter Biden Biden situation live out of Delaware. We've got a crane collapse, uh, partially at least, after the cabin exploded into flames. Six people injured. We're following a lot this morning. We are live. We are local. We will continue on this, the Ohio incident, right after news headlines. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kilmeade. We'll be right back. seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And we are following at this hour the Hunter Biden situation in court in Delaware. And Hunter Biden has told the judge this morning he intends to plead guilty to misdemeanor tax charges. Mr. Hunter Biden has informed the judge to that, and it's all part of a plea deal agreement. We are watching every moment as it's happening in court in Delaware this morning in which Hunter Biden, the president's son, expected to plead guilty to two federal tax misdemeanors for failing to pay taxes on time in 2017 and 2018. As I said earlier, this is an unprecedented moment in American history, never before as the son of the sitting U.S. president walked into a federal courthouse and pleaded guilty to a crime. As part of the plea agreement, Justice Department prosecutors are expected to recommend a sentence of probation for the president's son. He will also enter into a deal with prosecutors that would resolve a felony gun charge. It's a major issue when the feds charge you with the gun charge And uh, he's going to be placed on probation, and it's going to resolve the felony gun charge. Many people have gone to jail uh, for a federal gun charge, but it appears that's not going to happen this morning. We are awaiting word as we speak right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. So in the meantime, we are discussing the situation uh, as it relates to the Ohio truck driver. And I just received a uh, text in which an African-American driver of an 18-wheeler and the headline, if you pay attention to the mainstream media, black man surrendering police release dog to attack him. That's only a part of the story. He was defiant and had easily 10 police officers chasing him. You don't get to define the law how you interpret it and when you feel like it and then go, game over, I don't want to play anymore. It doesn't work that way. Officers' lives are on the line chasing you up and down the highway. They're in a vehicle. You're in an 18-wheeler. They put down the stop stop sticks to stop him. He gets around that. So... I am chatting with uh, Adam and Mineola and, and Adam and Jeff, Jeff and uh, Forest Hills. But 
Norman Seabrook, the former head of the uh, Correction Officers Union, a, a good a good person here, and he knows law enforcement like the back of his hand. He just sent me a message regarding this case, and he says, if he wasn't stopping, it re- stopping, it really becomes a question of what is he hauling, and is it dangerous to the public? That's from Norman Seabrook, and Norman Seabrook is someone that's made his way back to the political circles uh, of New York. And I can promise you, you'll be hearing a lot more in the future from Norman Seabrook. Uh, There's talk that he's pondering running for public office. So it's going to be very interesting. So, Adam, Adam, before I go to Isabel in Manhattan, Adam, you were speaking and I I had to break for the uh, hourly newscast. Go right ahead, Adam. No problem, sir. I'm matter of fact, I'm on 17 West going up to Binghamton, so I pass through your neighborhood, Rockland County. You know what? You, hey, Adam, you know what? All the time that yes, I would sir. go back to Cortland, i go up 17 to 81. 17 to Binghamton right. and then 81. Right. Go right ahead, Adam. Okay. Um, the guy said he was scared, man. I mean, you know, scared to make you do anything, sir. I'm pretty sure you know that. Yeah, yeah, Adam, Adam, Adam. But wait, Adam, yes, but 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 you can't be scared when you blow past the inspection stop. You can't be scared when the police are telling you pull over. You can't be scared when the 911 operator says, "Sir, you're about to make your problem a lot worse." You you can't be selectively scared, Adam. Okay. Uh I you know, I, he was scared because the police was behind him. He didn't know he had that mud flap like that. Now we know. Um, I seen the video. The officer was holding the dog all the way, like walking him to him. Like he was like crouched over him, if you've seen it. So I don't even know why he released the dog. Okay. Well, according, um, according to the reports, the officer with the dog that was about 20 yards away, he wouldn't get on the ground. The African-American driver wouldn't get on the ground. And sometimes that happens when people feel they've been pulled over for no reason. They become defiant and they don't want to get on the ground. But the officer told them, if you don't get on the ground, the dog is going to bite you. That's according to reports, Adam. Okay. Um, about the other, you know, I heard you, the, the other guest talking. I got two things to say, sir. Uh, the the uh, Congress, uh, a Republican congressman got up in front of the judge and said that Hunter Biden should be more pre- uh, charged with more serious crimes. The prosecution and the defense said, no, he shouldn't. So that went through. And your, your other guest was talking about George Floyd, sir. That cop that did that is convicted murderer. That's already over with. So you don't got to go back there, sir. Okay. So, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm talking to you. And you just said one more thing. You said that I don't call up the shows. Brian Kilby never took me on the show. I've waited two hours all the time. Only you and Anthony Weiner ever took me on your shows. Greg Kelly never took me on the shows. I call every day, sir. Okay. Every right. day I call. So okay. I can't help that. Okay. Well, Adam, I, I appreciate your call and many and many Ola. Uh, I was also talking to Jeff. I want to give Jeff his last word before I move on to Isabel. And at some point, I see all the calls, but I've got to switch topics, folks. I want to get to EMS. Jeff, go right ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying this is broad daylight, several officers, body cams. I do not think that they are going to do anything out of the norm to try to get fired. And they shouldn't. They they should receive an award. In college, they have mortgages. You think the guy with 15 years on is going to go do something stupid like that? So he loses everything. 
Come on. Yes, there are some rogue ones, and if we find them, we punish them. And that's what we want. The white people ain't going around burning crosses, and if they do, we're going to punish them. We all can unite. We all get along great. We do not need the media to separate us with these stories. If someone's bad, let's weed them out. Let's, let's see them. Let's see them. And fair, that's how we go. Fair, the fair, Constitution. Fair, fair enough, Jeff. Thank you for the call uh, in Forest Hill. Isabel, Manhattan. Good morning, Isabel. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Uh, the driver had his arms up. So why did the person release the dog? Well, Isabel, according to the reports, I, that's all we can go on, the body cam video. and the, the, the That's only part of the story. The, the driver had been defiant for I don't know how long, but, but police had been chasing him, sirens and lights. He wouldn't pull over. They put down the stop sticks. And then once he, he calls 911, as I played, and then once he gets out of the truck, the police are telling him to get on the ground. Remember, they have got to get control of the situation. No one is going to go near him until he's in a position where they can handcuff him. And so apparently the officer with the dog from a local police department had already told him, get on the ground or the dog is going to bite you. And that is a common line that police will use around the country, Isabel. And normally it works to get control of a situation because nobody wants to deal with the police dog. But the dog, as far as I'm concerned, the dog is the victim in this. There should be no settlement of a civil case. The driver was 100% in the wrong. Isabel, did you have anything else before I move on? No, thanks a lot, and have a great day. Thank you, Isabel. You you have a, uh, a wonderful, wonderful day uh, as well. Let's go to Max in Fort Washington. Good morning, Max. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, you're the best. You and Thank I you. say things that we're not supposed to say. I work at it for the MTA in a depot with 800 guys. I said Barack Obama was the worst president of my lifetime until Joe Biden. I got called into the union. They tried to ship me out of there because the guys had a meltdown. Now, Black Lives Matter and liberal politicians have created an atmosphere in our communities that we do not have to comply with law enforcement commands. Doesn't even matter if we commit a crime. Right. You just don't have to comply. Right. I keep telling right. these guys you have to comply. Right. Eric Garner would be alive. George Floyd would be alive. Tamir Rice would be alive. I could give you fifty names, they'd be alive. You gotta comply. Thanks, Dominique. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Christian in Franklin Square. Good morning, Christian. What's on your mind? Okay, he's not ready yet. Let's let's okay, let's go to Christian. Go right ahead, Christian. Go right ahead, please. Yes. Uh, the, the guy who just called, like, he had a point. Like, he was saying, you know, he probably didn't even know the mud flap was missing. And if you listen oh, okay, to— Okay, wait, 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 wait. I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question, right? I'm going to let you finish. So you said he probably didn't know the mud slap, whatever you, was missing. Whose fault is that? Oh, oh, who can't wait, 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 so, 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 a police officer stopped somebody, right? Sir, you, you have a gun on the side of your belt. Oh, I didn't know I had a gun. That's not my fault. That's what you're telling me. Excuse me? How, he's a driver, a professional driver. You're supposed to inspect your rig before you get on the road. It's common practice. 
Okay, but if you're black, you're going to get scared. Because oh, if you're black. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Black, but I just told your oh. operator, look, my son has a black friend, and I was calling the cops on my son because he was on drugs, and his black friend said, I'm out of here. And I said, Tyrese, why are you going to leave? He goes, because I'm black. I mean, that that's the example that, you know, unfortunately, that has been set, okay? No, that's the brainwashing that's that's gone on because of Black Lives Matter and because of and because of the left. I'm I'm sorry that happened to your to your um to to your son's friend, um. But it it you know I it, to come to bring it back to to the uh, driver right. He has a responsibility to know what the rules are before he gets on the road with his with his rig. Right, but if you're black, you're gonna oh, be scared. And oh. I heard you last. I listen to oh. you all the time. Okay, well, thank you. you. Thank you. Excuse me? I said thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I heard him, you you play the uh, tape to the 911, and he kept saying, I'm scared, I'm scared. They have their guns pointed at me. I'd be scared, too, if I was him. Well, if, yeah, but I hear you, right? But it, it, if you didn't defy the commands all along for more than 30 minutes to an hour, then you have nothing to be scared of. I, I hear you. I thank you for the call, but I just respectfully agree to disagree. Pamela, New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. I, I like what you said last night about this ain't Hollywood. Yeah, driving a truck is not Hollywood. You know, you get people cutting trucks off. My husband drove 18-wheelers and tanker trucks. You got people disrespecting trucks, cutting them off all the time. This is serious business. And, yes, drivers are supposed to inspect their trucks, you know, now and again when they stop. But sometimes, like all of us, you have a mud flap missing, you have a a taillight uh, out, and you don't know it. The cops have the right to pull you over. And the citizens don't even realize that there are way stations. You ever see those signs on the highway? Of course. That means trucks have to pull over uh, unless it's closed down. And they they are under scrutiny from the feds and everything. And you know what? My my husband is really something. Uh, he he's really good with transportation, and he has uh, nerves of steel and and motor coordination that not everybody has. And some people should not be driving if they are fearful like that. You have to have a sense of of um, fearlessness to a point. You know, control and fearlessness. It's um, it's a serious, serious business. And if you can't do it, get out of the business. So, Pamela, how, how about this? I think you said that your husband drives an 18-wheeler. Yeah, he drove tanker trucks and 18-wheelers. Okay. So how about this? The police pull you over, pull over. Mm-hmm. How about that? How about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I got to tell you something. Uh, you know, he used to wear a polo shirt and look nice and neat on a motorcycle, on on a uh, super glide um, Harley. And um, he would joke, this is my don't get pulled over by the police. And uh, and he's white, but he got pulled over plenty of times. Of you course. Know? And when you're, of course. And when you're a, tr- a trucker, you get pulled over. One time he was going over the border in uh, Canada, and they had this huge x-ray machine. And he had to politely argue with the customs agents that I'm not staying in the truck while you do this. This is after 9-11. So they had this serious X-ray truck X-raying underneath the trucks all over the place. And he said, that thing will give me cancer. Right. And at first they argued with him. 
but he had to do it politely, and yet you have to be a, a, a diplomat on the road. And finally, they said, all right, get out of the truck and stand over there. And he said, I'd like to stand back further. Is that okay? Hey, it's not easy. It's not easy. And it's not Hollywood. When something goes bad, I mean, I remember a few years ago, a tanker truck blew up on Route 80, and that road was out for a long time. You know, you've got, <laughs> you've got chemicals in these uh, things that they get released also uh, that can uh, mess up a neighborhood, evacuate a neighborhood. You talk about the uh, the trains and everything. This is serious business, and it is. It, there's no room for politics. No room. And you know, I see more and more because of uh, the situation with truckers. I see more and more black drivers, which is great. You know, I, and um, and it is it older, is wonderful. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. Yeah, and I a lot of the older white people have retired. You know, they were in it for a long time. And then, um, but now there's um, more and more minorities in it. So you're going to have more incidents of minorities being pulled over. Absolutely. Because the numbers are up. Absolutely. Pamela, I have to step in because I'm late for a break. Folks, I'm trying to get to EMS and the attacks on on uh, EMTs. But we have phone calls on this issue We have phone calls from Wayne, New Jersey, New York City, Queens, Orange, Lakewood, Florida. This is my song here. Wait. Curtis Lee says, I can't sing. He says, I can't sing. I can say, for five long years, I thought you were my man. But I found out something like that. But I was just a weak link in the chain. Right, go ahead, Aretha. Sing that song, girl. I'll be right back. Dominic Carter in for Brian Kill Me. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Curtis Lee, well, I'm sorry, man. I like the song. I take you to this one part, and then we can toss to the break. Chain, 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 chain of fools. I'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Carter here with you. Hey, Lou. Lou, I, I love your music, man. I love it, Lou. So, Lou, what time will your list from today's uh, show be posted online? So, at some point. At some point. Okay. Fair enough. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are monitoring the situation live. Two stories. The situation in the courtroom in Delaware. Hunter Biden pleading guilty to tax charges part of the uh plea bargain is that uh the charge of a felony gun charge is you know included in all of this there'll be no jail time and we're following the crane collapse you heard in the news headlines uh what mayor adams and officials had to say six people injured the crane collapse partially at least uh this morning uh and near hudson yards uh, west side of manhattan dominic carter in for brian kill me coming up we will have uh, Curtis Lewa at about 1215, and we are taking your telephone calls on the situation in 
Ohio, where the video and the audio sounds awful. It looks horrible. It looks horrible. But the African-American driver has no one to blame. The eight, the driver of the 18-wheeler has no one else to blame but himself. The police dog got let loose. And you hear the state trooper. So you, you have about nine officers. He won't comply with the commands to stop. And the local officer is about, with the dog is about 20, 25 yards away. And you hear the state trooper say his hands are up. Don't release the dog. Don't release the dog. The dog is released. The dog almost attacks the state trooper because the dog doesn't work with him on a regular basis. And the, you hear the handler go, no, him. And the dog turns and game on at, at that point. Game on. And, folks, you know, I, it looks like for a second straight day I'm going to be forced to save my conversation on uh, EMS and the EMT that was attacked and stabbed repeatedly by an EDP, a mostly uh, disturbed person in the ambulance until tomorrow. So I'm going to have to do that. But now I see all of your telephone calls. I want to introduce another topic, right? So I travel a lot around the country delivering speeches. And it, and I'm on a water pill. So yesterday about this time we were talking about health. And I remember I didn't get a chance to get to Mia's telephone call from the Bronx and all of you were calling up with tips about how to handle diabetes, high blood pressure, two of the issues that I have. And so I'm on a water pill for the high blood pressure, right? And that means that <laughs> the water flares up at the worst possible times. So it's often. So I, I recall going back to 1988, right? I was assigned to cover Jesse Jackson's presidential campaign. I'm straight out of graduate school, and we're flying from state to state with the Secret Service, city to city, country to country. We're literally up wheels up a majority of the day, and it was it was nice to see the Secret Service. So uh, so right before we would land, uh, they they would pull out the Kevlar gear for Reverend Jackson. He would have to put on the Kevlar shirt, dress shirt, so that if someone shot him in his chest, uh, it, the the shirt get prov- shirts provided to him by the Secret Service would help protect him. He would have a Kevlar raincoat that he would have to put on as the plane was about to land. I'm going to come back to the urinating part of this. The plane's about to land. You see the Secret Service agents getting their semi-automatic weapons ready to go. And they in radio contact with Secret Service agents on the ground. And the moment that we land, the vehicles pull up on the tarmac, no matter what city, and we would be whisked away to the location, whisked away to the next location, then wheels up. So we might start the day in New York at 3 a.m. and not end until Arizona at midnight Arizona time. And when you start in three in New York at 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 let's say six a.m. right, the Secret Service bag call is at three a.m. Every morning when you're on a presidential campaign and you're a journalist, you've got to bring your bag down, and it's got to be done hours in advance for the dogs and and the Secret Service. And so it, from eighty-eight to forward, it's always when I'm on the plane and a lot. The moment they close the door, I've got to go to the bathroom. Sir, could you please take your seat? 
ma'am, I'm on a water pill. I got to go to the bathroom. And they roll their eyes on at you and so on. It's always the worst possible times, right? So I'm traveling soon to um, to Texas and to Alabama to speak. It always happens at the wrong time. I'm going back to the Ohio situation. But the crazy moment when a woman urinated, peed on the floor of a Spirit Airlines plane, a passenger was caught on video urinating in the corner of a plane in front of people who appear to be Spirit Airline flight attendants as she complained that they didn't let her use the toilet. I want you folks to listen to this. Would you like to see, though, you're right. No, that's not what we wanted you to listen to. What we want you to listen to is number one. I need to present two hours. You tell me you cannot, you close the door. Just say hello to the the plane is the plane is stuck. You sit. I cannot hold the pee. Well, you can do say, whatever you want. Hello. You can say the water. The water see my health is better than that. You need to drink water because your pee smells like disgusting. You can say the water. My 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 health is better than the water. <laughs> oh boy! And so on video. The woman's face is blurred out. And you, you hear the flight attendant say, Miss, you need to drink some water because your urine smells awful, right? You see the woman squat <laughs> in the corner of the air, uh, corner of the aircraft, and uh, nature takes care of the rest. And then she says, arrest me. But I've had that feeling where it's like you're crossing your legs, and it's like, ma'am, if you don't let me go to the bathroom right now, we're going to have a big problem in this seat. And then they generally let you go. So maybe I'm trying to lower the temperature from discussing this uh, Ohio situation. But I see a lot of you folks want to uh, talk about it. And as we head up into the top of the hour, have you ever had any close calls on an aircraft or traveling? And, and how have you dealt with it when when nature, nature calls? So let's go back to the Ohio situation. Let's go to Harold in New York City. Good morning, Harold. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dominic. First of all, I got to tell you, always enjoy your show, whether you're filling in or whether it's your time. Really Thank enjoy you. speaking to you. You're welcome. Last Thank you time, very much. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Last time we spoke, we talked about Ludlow and Essex Street, where your tailor is, where I told you I saw gangbangers brandishing weapons. But that's so, not so, so, Harold, you're, you're, you're letting the bag out, the, 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 letting the bag out. That's where my tailor is located. So you, you are. And you know what? You know what, Harold? I've got to get down to there soon to see my tailor because I'm going to have a couple of suits uh, tailored and a, a, tux, a tuxedo jacket. So I'll be down there pretty soon. But go ahead. Well, Dominic, don't worry. I don't think people are going to wait outside the Taylor store just for you, although you are a radio personality. But You'd be surprised, not, Harold, but go ahead. <laughs> that's, not what, that's not what this is all about, but that's very good. Ohio. So I have a little tie to Ohio. My sister is there. I know Ohio. I go to Ohio several times a year. Here is the point. Here is the point. I happen to be a Caucasian male. I happen to be Jewish. I have been stopped by the police many times on my motorcycle, as one of your callers before said her husband was a trucker and he rode bikes. I've been stopped on my motorcycle. I've been stopped in my work vehicle. I've been stopped in my pleasure vehicle. 
the point is this. It's real simple, and you know it. Comply. Listen to what they're saying. Listen to the officers. Pay attention. Show them you're not a threat. You mean no harm. Comply. Why does this culture not want to comply with the police? Why Black, is the Black police lives matter. the enemy? Black Lives Matter, the left woke agenda. That's why. Harold, everything you just said, thank you for the call, my friend. Everything you just said makes perfect sense. And I agree with you. Comply. That's all the driver in Ohio had to do. The police dog would have never have been summoned to the scene. As well as all those officers that taxpayer dollars are paying for. Because you didn't feel like pulling over. You didn't feel like complying. You didn't understand why the officers put down those stop sticks to stop your 18-wheeler, uh, 18-wheel vehicle. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're monitoring the situation from the Hunter Biden hearing. Of course, we're going to be f- have this all day long on WABC. Pretty soon, I'm passing the mantle to Curtis Sliwa. When we come back, Dominic Carter here with you in for Brian Kilmeade. We're going to t- take all of your phone calls. And uh, we will continue in just a moment right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm all shook up. You talk. We listen. 77 WABC. Real New York. 77 WABC. Breaking news. WABC. And we have word out of Delaware that Hunter Biden's plea deal appears to be falling apart. We don't know the particulars, but breaking news as of this hour. His plea deal, it was supposed to be a clean-cut situation. Hunter Biden was supposed to walk into the courtroom in Delaware and plead guilty on the two tax charges. And it also included the uh, gun charge, the federal gun charge. But as of this hour, as of right now, live in Delaware, Hunter Biden's plea deal is in jeopardy. It is appearing to fall apart. We are monitoring the situation, and we'll have more on this. I'll be right back in just a minute. You can depend on us. Enable the 77 WABC Alexa skill at home. Download the 77 WABC mobile app on your phone. Don't miss a minute. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And now... This is the Cudlow Riff. And again, I come back to the story. The confidential source who was a business advisor, he said, get yourself a lawyer, pay him 50 grand, get going. And uh, the CEO of business, I can't, I have, I, have, I have to pay them. I have to pay them. More after this. Attention taxpayers, if you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 
than 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800 807 3448. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-807-3448. 800-807-3448. That's 800-807-3448. And now, this is the Cudlow Riff. That's what Vice President Biden wants. He insisted, he forced, he coerced. These are the words from the documents, from the 1023. And the FBI never investigated this. Never. Now, you know, this, let me go back to the source for one second. The source, the informant, who was interviewed on one of these, you know, FBI 1023 reports, it's a deposition. So if you lie in that kind of deposition and you're caught, you're going to jail. So there's a certain truthfulness, is there not, in that deposition? And the FBI had this since 2016 when the first conversation started? Or there's another theorem that says the FBI had it in 2020, or that it circulated in the FBI in 2020, and they dismissed it. They left it. Never followed through. The story is at least three years old. At least three. could be seven years old, going back to 2016. It's at least three years old, going back to 2020. And basically, again, Papa Biden shook him down. Got to pay me. Got to pay my son. That's these $5 million bonus payments. And you got to keep my son on your board. And if you do that, then we will get rid of this prosecutor who's after you, Shokin, Ukrainian prosecutor, and we'll help you open your business up to, to America. Keep listening for more entertaining and informative opinions from Larry Kudlow. The Kudlow Riff is sponsored by GovernmentAid.com. You could be eligible for a payroll refund of up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. Visit GovernmentAid.com to see if you qualify. That's GovernmentAid.com. Summertime is Mazda time. Find yours now at Ramsey Mazda. Get impressive savings during the Mazda season of Discovery sales event. Or shop a great selection of certified pre-owned Mazda models. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. New York's news and talk station. Download the 77 WABC mobile app now. WABC. And boy, do we have breaking news at this hour. If you're part of the Biden White House, you may have a big, big headache. As of this hour, right now, 45 minutes past the hour of 11 a.m., Hunter Biden's plea deal. We don't know what's going to happen at the end of the day, but as of right now, as we speak live, his plea deal is in jeopardy. Hunter Biden had a sweetheart deal going into this morning. It should have been a clear-cut situation. He walks into the courtroom. He had already informed the judge that he planned to plead guilty to uh, to two federal tax misdemeanors, 
for failing to pay taxes on time in 2017 and 2018. But as of right now, we are in uncharted waters because the plea deal is in jeopardy. It is up in the air as of right now. I wish, uh, as a former in-bed federal reporter, I wish that I could be in Delaware right now in the courtroom in which I would be able to bring you live details. But we can confirm as of right now that um, it's not looking good right now. It's not looking good for Hunter Biden. If this plea deal blows up, going into a re-election campaign, it will not look good for President Biden. You may recall just yesterday at the White House, reporters peppered President Biden with questions about his son, with questions about corruption, with questions about Hunter Biden putting the vice then vice president on the phone with business leaders and President Biden just smiled and pretended that he didn't hear the questions or just completely ignored them. The story as of this hour, this is a worst case scenario for the Biden White House. Absolute worst case scenario, the plea deal for Hunter Biden is in jeopardy. Of course, you want to stay with WABC throughout the day as we follow this live. Coming up, Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly, of course, at 1 o'clock. First, Curtis Lewa at 12.15. And then we'll have the very latest on this as the day goes on. So let's continue with your telephone calls. We are uh, discussing a number of topics, the the situation in Ohio where police stopped an African-American driving an 18-wheeler. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they should receive commendations. The Not the officer that let the dog go. The officers that rushed to the scene to try and get the dog off of the driver when that dog could have turned on them. And by the way, it's the moment that we have any updated information about the Hunter Biden situation, we will bring it to you. Let's go to Dave in Orange County. I believe it's Orange County. Good morning to you, Dave. What's on your mind? Dave, are you with me? Okay, Dave is not there. Thank, thank, I'm sorry about that, Dave. Let's see here. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Matt in Queens. Good morning, Matt. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, Dominic, good morning. Thank you so much. I agree with you. Hey, Dominic, a couple of things. Uh, Someone from the Caribbean, uh, Grenada, I agree with you. The driver of the truck should have stopped. If something was missing, if even he wasn't aware, that should even be more reason for him to stop. So at least the cops will tell him what's wrong. Exactly. Number one. Number two, um, uh, it seems like black Americans, we're too emotional. I mean, they're jumping and saying it's police bad. I wish more black people would travel to places like Grenada or Jamaica or um, Kenya or those places. We We don't know how good we have it over here. And I agree with you that if you know one of the problems, Dominic, is that a lot of some of these people don't have a father in the household to teach them what it means to obey authority. Matt, and people Ma- don't want Ma- to. Admit Matt, that. I, I didn't have a father. I, I didn't have a father. Met the man once or twice in my life, and and my mother suffered from severe mental illness. So I I just don't believe in excuses. I really don't. Yes, I agree. But Dominic, at least you had an authority. Your grandmother. 
Yes. So that was good. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Dominic, you good show. Thank you. And I think black people need to awake and say, hey, enough is enough. Let's get our household in order. Thanks, Dominic. Have a good one. Thank, thank you, Matt. Let's go to Al in Nassau County. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Love you like a brother. I'm, I'm thank like you. you. I, thank I take you. water pills. So uh, one day sitting so, so, in the doctor's wait, Al, office. So you know the feeling. You know the feeling. But go ahead. One day you're right. sitting in the doctor's office. One day office. sitting in the doctor's office, and I had to uh, take care of business. And the restroom was... Hey Al, Al, what what happened to Al there? I went in. I went in. Al, Al, I didn't hear half the story. We we lost you for a second there. So you had to go oh, to the okay. bathroom, and the restroom was go ahead. It was closed for cleaning. Uh oh. Uh oh. So I went in anyway, and I got charged with trespassing, third degree assault, and disorderly conduct oh, for going boy. to the bathroom. And and listen, Dominic, I'm I'm a I'm a combat wounded veteran. I have cancer from the World Trade Center from digging bodies out down there. I have a heart condition which I take uh you know, water pills for and nobody wanted to do anything. Cost me three thousand dollars to get to get the charge dropped to adjust the disorderly conduct. So I know how you feel, but uh sometimes police go overboard. Well, it, I, Al, I'm sorry you had to go through that experience. In, in this case, in uh, in Ohio, they did not go overboard. I'm not, I'm only talking about the other officers. They they tried to help this man, and they should receive uh, commendations. So, it, the officer that was the handler of the dog, he's on administrative leave. Let's go to Vinny in Georgia. Good morning, Vinny. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, good morning, Dominic. I just want to give you some information. A lady from the Tea Party, Dana, said that the American taxpayers are paying $30,000 a month for Hunter Biden's security. Can you imagine how much food that can go to the food bank with $30,000 a month? Right, but but now, but, but but I hear you, but we have to be fair. That's the president's son, and the, the children are the children of every Do president. You, Obama's children, the, the Bush the children. Table? Okay, so so what what's supposed to happen then? You tell me. Well, nothing. Just like I'm saying, it doesn't come. Nobody knows about it, right? Everything is hush hush. Right. Well, it, it, I'm sure it's public record. Thank you for the call, but but it, it comes with the turf. When you're the president of the United States, your family members receive Secret Service protection. I thank you uh, for that call on Hunter Biden. And if you are just joining us. It is not a good day, at least right now as of this hour, for Hunter Biden nor his father, the president of the United States. It was supposed to be a rubber stamp done thing this morning. Walk into court, plead guilty to the misdemeanor, wrap your hands, and that's that. The federal gun charge would have been gone. Now, Hunter Biden's plea deal as of this hour is in jeopardy. Let's go to Mike, if Mike is still with us in Wayne, New Jersey. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Dominic, hi. I hope you can hear me. Uh, I have a CDL. I've been driving a truck since 1982. You're held to a stricter standard. You're fingerprinted, okay? Even when you're pulled over for DWI, you're strict, you're, it's a lower standard for you as far as, you know, what the rate is, uh, like the number is for uh, to be charged with a DWI. Oh, uh, he, hey, Mike, 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 it said you wanted to talk about Biden here on my screen. Okay, Biden, real quick, too. Listen, 
Joe Biden's been letting his son get a pass all his life, okay? But what kind of father, because it looks like more to me that he's, Biden's guilty as well as his son with these crooked overseas business deals. But what kind of father uses his drug addict son to fatten his pockets instead of getting him the help that he needs? He coddled him all his life, never learned a lesson in regards to anything, and this is what you get. I would move heaven and earth. That help my son if he was addicted to drugs. If they said to me, Mike, you're going to jump off that building head first and die so your son will be better. You know what? I'd be up in the building so fast and jumping off, it would make your head swim. But what does that say about a father that uses his son to do that? That's my point. Fair, fair point, Mike. I, I'm very late for a break here. Folks, if you're just joining us again, Hunter Biden's plea deal is in jeopardy as of this hour. If it explodes, that's a worst-case scenario for President Biden heading into his re-election bid. I told you folks a long time ago, don't sleep on Trump. I told you that Trump might be uh, headed back to the White House. These are all very interesting revelations. Time for a break. I'll be right back to wrap up the show when I come back. The latest news, behind-the-scenes videos. Get it all now. Like 77 WABC on Facebook. Talk Radio 77 WABC. One, two, get down. And Dominic Carter wrapping up right now. Breaking news, Hunter Biden's plea deal falling apart at this hour. A stunning turn of events in Delaware as the uh, prosecutors have not ruled out charging him with future crimes. Future crimes. Keeping future charges alive. Bad, bad, bad day for the Biden White House. With me, Curtis Lewa. Curtis, my brother, what do you have coming up? Uh, for our listeners, that, that the words you just uttered, it reminds them of Barack Obama's statement, keep hope alive. Keep hope alive that we can take down Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and all the Joe Biden crime family team, right? Yeah, you guys keep talking about that. I'll talk about other things coming up. Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, and I want an apology from the Nassau County Police Department. Curtis Lee.